You're listening to Above All Else. I'm Lucien Wadaly. There are hundreds of thousands of typefaces, or fonts, available in the world today. But only a handful exist that your average person on the street who doesn't have a particular interest in design or typography could name. Times New Roman, Arial, Impact, Helvetica. I'm sure you've all heard of these. And then there's Comic Sans. Comic Sans is the runt of the litter, the ugly duckling nobody has ever loved. You make a Comic Sans joke in public, someone's gonna laugh, even when it wasn't a good joke. Because recognizing the accepted fact, the consensus that Comic Sans is a terrible, terrible font, has become a sort of bonding exercise for cynics. Our lives would probably be better if we just kept our mouths shut and pretended we liked Comic Sans. But life isn't that simple. Comic Sans was released in 1994. That's three years before I was born. Three years where Comic Sans roamed this earth, but I did not. That really annoys me. It was designed by a guy called Vincent Conner, a Microsoft employee from Boston. He also designed Trebuchet, which is a much nicer font than Comic Sans. But we can't blame Vincent for Comic Sans. Like Dr. Frankenstein, he had no idea the monster he was creating. And if we're honest, what we hate about Comic Sans isn't that it exists, or even how it looks. We hate the fact that people use it, and keep using it, even when we cynics, we elite font aficionados with our folders of .ttf files, laugh and mock poor Comic Sans, teachers and librarians and PTA secretaries all around the world, people with more important things to worry about than which fonts aren't cool anymore, continue to use it again and again. Why won't they listen? Maybe we should ask ourselves, why won't we listen? After all, when Comic Sans seems to bring joy to so many people, there must be something good about it. Stare at it for long enough and you start to understand. It's defined by its softness. It's not an abrasive typeface. It doesn't demand our attention when we look at it. And that's the way it's supposed to be. Comic Sans is named after its original purpose, comic book captions and speech bubbles. And for that purpose, it actually works really well. Vincent took inspiration from John Constanza's lettering for The Dark Knight Returns, Dave Gibbons' work on Watchmen. These are terrific graphic novels with stunning artwork. Nobody ever complains about their soft lettering. Picture a comic book frame now, with Comic Sans all over it. Not that bad, right? So Comic Sans is only bad when it's used big and it's used incorrectly. An ambulance in Platteville, Wisconsin once used Comic Sans all over. In France, the display on a defibrillator box. A registration office for sex offenders. A dangerous power station. These are not situations in which a calm, childish typeface should really be used. The people who produce these signs are the problem, not Comic Sans itself. Oh yeah, there's something I haven't mentioned yet. Studies have shown that Comic Sans is actually easier for dyslexic people to read. The letters are more distinct from one another. See? Every cloud has a silver lining. Don't take my word for it. YouTuber Gonorola released a song with Andrew Huang about how much he loves Comic Sans. The song is significantly more irritating than the actual font. I'm not 100% sure if that's intentional or ironic. Subject, I just want you to know that we've been pronouncing it wrong. It's true. The sans part is actually so, French, so it's give Comic Sans a chance. 
Above All Else is produced by Shane Kelly and me, Lucien Wadaley. This episode was recorded at Flirt FM in the National University of Ireland, Galway. Visit flirtfm.ie to hear great student-produced radio five days a week. Don't forget to like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Podcast. You can find us on iTunes, subscribe, and leave a review. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon with more stories.